This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is What Are You Waiting For? So this past weekend, I got bit in the rear end by not taking massive action in a short period of time. And I realized that that's been a consistent story throughout my life. And so what had happened this weekend, I had basically, not basically, I love cars. I've loved cars for as long as I can remember. My first toys, the first things I remember having were little matchbox cars that I would sit on our concrete front porch in East Aurora, New York, and I would ramp them off the two steps down to the driveway. Just love cars, always have. Not that that transferred into my adult life, where I eventually started working in the automotive industry. You know, everything from sales to sales management, finance, a little bit of everything along the way. Well, those things have never left. So every time I've started to make more money or done something, I end up inevitably getting another car. Now, this is not some story today about how I'm massively successful, so I'm going to buy a new Lamborghini. That day will come, but it's certainly not today. Today's story is a little bit different. I had a red F-250 pickup truck this past winter to get me around because my primary car was a rear-wheel drive car. And so this pickup truck got a phenomenal deal on them. I'm one of those consistent deal searchers when it comes to cars. So I still have access to see what cars sell for at the auction. Still have access to Mannheim.com. And so what that does for me is it allows me to see not only trading consistency, but trading prices and mileage of various cars across the country. And so every time I start to go down this rabbit hole of looking at cars, I'm able to see if something's a decent deal, a good deal, or a bad deal based off knowing how I could exit on the backside. And so I'm excited, you know, I have this leg up on the competition, which is how I got this red F-250 pickup truck that was, or F-150 that was great for the winter. You know, I search and search and search and scour and I, every day I find myself looking at Facebook marketplace of all places because people like you and myself that maybe don't exactly know how to sell a car, or don't know what the car is worth. We post it on Facebook marketplace because we know we need to get rid of it. And so this gentleman from the far east side of Columbus posted this F-150 and I go take a look at it and it ended up being that I buy it for $1,500 less than it goes for at the auction. Now, there were some reasons for that. It needed some transmission work. It needed some things. So it wasn't like I had this amazing deal, but a good enough deal. And as time progresses and the, the winter comes to a conclusion and I decide, you know, I just need an all-wheel drive car year-round. Like, I don't really need this truck. So I get rid of the truck, get rid of the car and buy, you know, an all-wheel drive sedan. Well, now it's summer in Columbus and I admittedly am looking for something fun to play around with. Now, fun to play around with might surprise you. I've had this thorn in my side for an early 1980s Chevy Blazer, to refer to as a K5. These are the old square body, boxy, where the top actually comes off. It's got like a plastic, almost like a pickup truck top on it that comes off and the back ends up being open and exposed. So it's, it's kind of like a Jeep. It's kind of like a pickup truck. It's kind of like a Blazer. It's kind of like all these things together. If you don't know what one is, it's, it's admittedly not the most attractive looking car. It's just, it's just something about it. And I don't have an emotional attachment to it because I ever had one. My family never had one. It just seems like something fun right now. And so I'm looking online on Saturday after I get done cleaning our bathroom, after I get done cleaning our bedroom, after Lindsay and Gianna get home, and I find this K5 that's posted in southern Ohio, almost all the way down by West Virginia. It's black, fat, matte black. It's almost like somebody sprayed it with a can of flat black spray paint 
which might sound crazy to you, but that is exactly what I wanted. It's lifted. It has 35-inch like mudding tires on it. It's got black leather seats. It's got a top that comes off. It's got a bigger engine with a supercharger on it. And this, this post says it's selling for $1. So instantly when I see that, I'm thinking, you know, is this a scam? Is this someone trying to take me of my money? What is it? So I messaged back and forth this individual. Ends up being the fact he ideally just wanted to trade it. He wants a side-by-side -side like a Razor or dirt bikes or things like that for Southern Ohio that he bought this for originally an off-roading vehicle and realized it's more than he needs. Well, here I am. I'm MapQuest or IMAP or whatever it's called, how long it's going to take me to get there. And it's a two-hour and 20-minute drive. I'm like, all right, you know, the girls are not going to be happy trying to do this on a Saturday. So I go back and forth with the guy asking a bunch of questions. Is it a clean title? You know, tell me the story on it. Why are you getting rid of it? What are the issues with it? Because before I drive two and a half hours, I need to know what I'm getting into. And so we bounce back and forth. And he eventually says, look, I'll sell it to you for 5500 bucks." Well, here it is, 2 o'clock on a Saturday. And I don't have any way to, I don't just keep $5,500 in cash sitting around our house. You know, it's, it's just not how Lindsay and I live. We are fortunate to have that money sitting in the bank, but ne certainly not inside of our house. And so I'm chatting back and forth with him. I'm trying to find if I can get somebody to ride down with me because I know Lindsay's not going to want to do it. And so she eventually says, you know, I'll go with you. Gianna's got some, some plans tonight. You and I can go down, but let's go on Sunday. Okay. I mean, it seems fair. Admittedly, my, my gut is telling me in this moment, don't wait, don't delay, go now, take action. But I'm torn because I don't know if it's my childish brain that just wants to go buy something or if it's the adult side that's like, you know, it, it's, it, this car is probably going to sell because it only been posted earlier that day. And so it's posted and I'm chatting back and forth and we agree to a time at noon on Sunday. And then he drops on me at 530. Hey, I'm going to look at a trade. I don't think the car is going to be available tomorrow. And admittedly, my heart sings a little bit. Because if I were to design a perfect, if there is such a thing, K5, a perfect summer beater car, it would be this loud, obnoxious, lifted up, ugly looking K5 that I can just beat around in in the summer with the top off, which is exactly what this car is. But we message back and forth again throughout the evening and eventually by 930 he says, look, I'm sorry, but I've already sold it. End up trading it on the, on the razor that I actually wanted. And here I am de defeated, deflated. Like, man, I really wanted this. Now, I know, how absurd is that? Like, oh, boo-hoo, my, my biggest issue on Saturday was the fact of I didn't get to go spend $5,500 on a car that I really didn't need with money that I probably shouldn't even be spending. Like, it's not that bad of a deal. But at the moment, I'm a little depressed. Like, on Saturday and into Sunday, thinking, like, this is the car that I really wanted. And so I talked to Lindsay about it, and we bounce it back and forth. And she's like, I don't understand why a car from 19, it was actually 1981, why a 1981 car is worth $5,500. It doesn't make any sense to me. She says, but I trust you because we've never really lost money in any car we've ever owned. But maybe you just find something different. I don't want something different. Like, I don't need something nicer. I don't want something more flashy. I don't want a Jeep. I wanted exactly what was there that I missed out on. But I didn't miss out on it because the guy that was selling it did anything wrong. I mean, I offered a down payment and he said no. We started communicating right around noon on Saturday. And by 9 p.m. he'd sold it. There's nothing wrong with that. Had I taken the action that I knew I needed to, which was get him on the phone, explain to him the situation, set up a time to meet, and then honor that time and figure out how to get there, instead of my, my silver sedan being parked outside, I'd have an ugly flat black K5 parked outside. 
And it'd be funny and it'd be enjoyable and it'd be loud and obnoxious and it'd be everything I'm looking for. But I delayed. I delayed on taking the massive action that I knew I needed to take in order to achieve the result that I wanted to achieve. And like it's dawning on me as I'm going through my day on Sunday, how many other places in my, my personal life have I done that? Where I'm delaying doing something because it's not comfortable or because it's not the easy thing to do. Like, no, it's not easy. It's not comfortable to drive two and a half hours one way on a Saturday to buy a car I don't really need. That turns into a six-hour fiasco because at the time I get down there, drive the car, look at the car, negotiate, get the title, sign off the title, have a notary. Like All those steps are going to take, by the time I get home, six hours. But had I just left at 2 o'clock, I would have been home by 8 p.m. with a car that I think admittedly is worth more money than I would have paid for it. And if nothing else, it's worth more to me. But I didn't. I delayed. I waited. And I've also waited a million other places, like to write my book. I've been slowly writing my book off and on for the past six months. But here I am. I verbally committed. And in my mind, just something tells me July 7th, the book has to be done. That's this Sunday. So here I am, pushed up against the wall, delaying something that I could have slowly chipped away at. But for the next five days, I'm going to essentially lock myself in a room, leave my phone put to the side, and finish writing my book which is ridiculous. There's no reason I run my own company. I'm able to set my own timetable. There is no reason I couldn't have written 20 pages a day, 10 pages a day, five pages a day for the past five months. But instead, I'm going to knock out what's left of the 200-page book by Sunday. It's absurd. Same thing with my body. You know, my personal body, I have shared with all you guys that I have consistently taken some sort of anabolic steroid. Like I push my body to the point of literally breaking and fighting me backwards by getting an abscess on my leg to tell me the fact that I'm not going in the right direction anymore instead of just listening a year before and coming off all that stuff because it didn't serve me. Like I had to wait until I was smacked in the face with it. I didn't take immediate massive action. I tried to take the slow and easy way. And like the slow and easy way never really works. So where in your life are you trying to take the easy way out where you're not making the decision real time? Maybe it's something as simple as your job where you know you're in a job that you don't enjoy. It doesn't fulfill you. You know there's something bigger for you. You know there's something better. You know there's something that's going to make you happier every day. But instead of taking action on that, you're waiting for something else to happen. You're waiting for it to be convenient. You're waiting for that next perfect time to come, and it's never going to come. My buddy Grant posted this morning that statistically, and I don't know if this is true or not, but statistically there are more suicides on Monday than any other day. I'm going to guess if that's true, that's based off the fact that people don't want to go to the job that they don't enjoy. So instead of going to this job that you don't enjoy for money that really you could probably make somewhere else, Sit down and come up with a list of the things you actually enjoy and go find a job in that field. Life is too short. Or maybe it's in your body. Maybe you've been pushing off going to the gym. Maybe you've been pushing off eliminating anabolics. Maybe you've been pushing off getting a, a, a heart checkup or a physical because you're afraid of the results. You need to take massive action today and just book the appointment. Just find a trainer. Just go to the gym. Find a nutritionist. Tomorrow's not always going to come. And if it does, it might not be as convenient. Or maybe it's in your personal relationship. 
And I was famous for this stuff where you just delay, 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 delay the tough conversation because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Delay having that difficult conversation with a buddy of yours because you don't want to upset them because they're one of only two or three friends you have, but you just don't agree with any way they're living their life. Maybe you're just afraid of that conflict, but you know the conflict has to happen. You're better to take the massive action today than to delay the inevitable till tomorrow. What I found is if you quit delaying and you start taking massive action every day, you're able to get shit done. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thanks for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume audio and subscribe to 15 Minutes to Freedom. If this brought you value, please do me a favor and drop me a five-star rating. Then share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. For additional content, head over to ryannidell.com. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com.